Well, good morning, my friends, on this beautiful, uh, beautiful day. Uh, we want to continue our series in the Advent. We're talking about the first coming of the Lord and Savior, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, again, looking to the second coming um, when he returns. Um, he came, first of all, as a little baby and as the lamb who would take away the sins of the world. John the Baptist says he'll come second as this warrior and as this king. And um, I long for that day. Um, I long for that day. But in the meantime, we need to continue to be about his work. And much of that is learning from the word of God. This morning, we're talking about Mary some more uh, because it's so important that we do. Um, we understand who she was. Uh, let's read from Luke chapter one. I pray that you have your Bibles with you. And I want to read um, uh, verses 26 through 38 this morning. And we'll see how far we get. And But uh, if we don't get too far, we'll pick up tomorrow. Luke chapter one, verse 26 says, In the sixth month, that would be the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy with uh, John the Baptist. God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. Verse 31, you will be with child and give birth to a son and you will are you are to call him, uh, give him the name Jesus, Messiah, uh, the Christ. Um, you will be with child and give birth to a son and you will give him the name Jesus. Uh, verse 32, he will be great and he will be called the son of the most high. One of the uh, popular titles for him was uh, the son of the most high, which is um, very messianic. Lord God will give him the throne of his father, David. Again, another um, another picture of the Messiah coming through um, and sitting on the throne of David. And of this throne, there will be no end. And he will reign over the house of Jacob uh, forever. His kingdom will never end. How will this be? Uh, Mary asked the angel, since I have it. I am a virgin. The angel answered, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One, another messianic name to be born will be called the son of God. Uh, even Elizabeth, your relative is going to have a child in her old age. And she, uh, who was said to be barren is in her sixth month. Again, that's, uh, um, verifying verse 26, six month for nothing is impossible with God. I am the Lord's servant. Mary answered, may it be, uh, to me, as you have said, then the angel left her. Let's look at a, a few verses in this, and uh, let's look at this situation uh, from from Luke. First of all, verse 29, the angel comes, and uh, she is startled, and you would be too. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. Mary is a young gal. She is probably 14, 15, 16, something like that. She's from a small town, but this is something you need to understand. And this is from uh, Wearsby's Bible Commentary. The people in Judah disdained the Jews in Galilee and claimed that they were unclean because of their contacts with the Gentile people. So she had that going against her. They were especially despised uh, by the people. Uh, they were especially despised the people of Nazareth. Remember when... Um, um, Jesus was calling his disciples and Nathaniel said, can anything good come out of Nazareth in, in John chapter 1, 45, 46? 
But God in his grace chose a girl from Nazareth in Galilee to be the mother of the promised Messiah. What do we learn from this? God's economy is different than ours. You may have come from the wrong side of the tracks. You may come from a difficult situation. You may have come from uh, a family that was totally a mess and disband. And uh, your father's gone or your mother's gone or whatever the situation. Understand that God's economy is different. He doesn't look at your resume. If he has a plan for your life, he picks you just as you are. But he loves you enough. He loves me enough not to leave us exactly where we are but he, he uh, touches our lives. Look at verse 30. But the angel said to her, do not be afraid, Mary, you have found favor with God. I would be afraid, you would be afraid, an angelic visitation from, from Gabriel. And he says, do not be afraid, you found favor. Favor is like an unmerited grace. It is God ministering, it's God choosing who he chooses and uh, by his own reasoning and by his own plan. And she is favored. So Mary's troubled. You and I would both be. She is favored. That is a beautiful thing. Verse 34. How will this be, Mary asked the angel, since I'm a virgin? She doesn't just to run from the fact that she's a virgin. She doesn't brag about it. She's just wondering how in the world this process works if she is a virgin. Look at verse 38. So she had questioned verse 38. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May it be to me as you have said. Then the angel left her. She's troubled. She finds out she's favored. She still has questions, but she is willing. When God begins to get a hold of someone's life, it is really that willingness. It's that willingness to say yes to God that matters. It's not your resume. It's not your circumstances. It's not what side of the tracks you come from. It's not how much money is in your bank account or what your title is. It's the reality that God has chosen to do what he wants to do through whoever he wants to do it through. And our response truly is to say yes to God. In this story, in this beautiful story, as God brings it together, this Advent season where he's going to bring his um, son into the world to, to free the world of this curse of sin and to build this bridge between God and man, so that once again, we can get to God. But in this story, look at it. We don't go to God. God comes to us. We can't build the bridge. God builds the bridge. We can't earn it. God gives it. And he gives it through his son, Jesus Christ, who is the God-man, 100% God and 100% man. We know in John chapter 1, this great description in in the first four verses, and then we go to John chapter 1, Ben, in verse 14, and it said that the word wrapped himself in human flesh. He added human flesh. He did not decrease his being God. He was 100% God, but he wrapped himself in human flesh, and he came, and he is the only way, the only uh, way to God. He's the truth and life, John chapter 14, 6. This story is incredible, and we'll continue to unfold it each and every day as we talk. Let me pray for us in Numbers chapter 6, verse 24. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. God bless you till we talk again.